Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A. D. N. It's headphones nailed! Welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you my latest set of reviews for the week. So, as a continuation of what I did last week, I thought I would continue that trend of reviewing some movies and TV shows, give an update on the current gameplay I'm working on, and then round it out with an app review. Um, I'm going to try and keep to that kind of schedule and have a, a similar set of stuff every single week, but I'm still working out the whole thing with the app reviews and the gameplay. Depends on what I'm doing each week, but at the very least, I'll have what I've been doing on the podcast, um, or at least on the audio podcast before I started up the videos, where I would review the movies and TV shows that I've been watching on an individual level, but go back to a style that I haven't done in a while where I do a full outline list of everything that I have been uh, doing for the week. So to start it off, I wanted to share my thoughts on the 2022 film All Quiet on the Western Front. So I finally had a chance to watch it after all the accolades and praise it got at the Oscars. And I want to say that it is very much worth all the praise that it got. So the film takes place during World War One, and follows some German soldiers who were friends before the war and before they enlisted, thinking that, or they basically got, get caught up in the national spirit of going to war. They believe all the media and the propaganda and all of that but come to soon learn that it is not quite what they thought. They learn about the horrors of war. Um, they learn about loss and um, how hard it is to actually fight in a war, especially when the war isn't going as well as they had been told it was going and they're continuously fighting the same battles. So when you watch the film, you get to see that progression in emotional state so in the beginning, all of them are in good spirits, they're laughing and joking, they're not necessarily missing home, but over the course of the movie, they, you see that they're missing you know, food and their girlfriends and their old life, and then they realize that the horrors of war are much real, are very real and very difficult to deal with. 
Especially for the one guy who, over the course of the film, ends up losing all of his friends. And when he finally gets the approval to go home because the war is over, in that little bit of time between the treaty being signed and then get the actual order going into effect, gets shot in one of the final battles. So that whole thing of, you know, the, the horizon is just over the horizon, or not the horizon, but the goal of what you were trying to do is just over the horizon and he missed it by that much so um overall it's a very good film the scene that actually sold it for me amongst you know all the visuals and audio and all of that was his interaction with the soldier on the from the french army i think it was who was a typographer and then that german soldier learns he has a family and son he shot a guy who's probably on the reverse of the same thing that he was doing you know he wanted to join the war of support his country and he's sent into battle to die for something that he may or may not understand and so the german soldier promises him that he's going to try and go home and find that guy's wife and son tell them what happened and all of that but doesn't get to do so which reminded me of the scene or that and the whole thing, story in saving private ryan when or where everybody's curious to find out what tom hanks's character does back home and they learn that he's not even military related he's a school teacher and at home he's just your average regular you know everyday guy but in the army in the war he everyone is curious everyone wants to know about him he's propped up and he's or his image is propped up and everyone cares all about that so um it's one of those things where matt damon's character ryan ultimately continues to honor him because of the sacrifice he made for some random guy so saving private ryan ends on a more optimistic note but um all all quiet on the western front presents the alternate not so positive take on a similar situation so um it's not necessarily darker but it does present that alternate view of it's not always, you know, um, roses and chocolate that um, ultimately the guy who sets out on this mission does not succeed like Ryan was able to. So All's Quiet on the Western Front definitely deserves all the accolades that it got. So definitely worth a watch. So on that note, we'll move on to something a little bit more positive. Um, I had a chance to watch the latest episode of The Mandalorian season three episode four the foundling so this is another two-part story where or two-part episode where part of it is uh grogu starting his training as a mandalorian foundling din is telling him he's gonna have to start learning to take care of stuff on his own um so all of that training was good one of the other guys his sons gets kidnapped so they get a mission to go on a mission to rescue him where din gains prestige by um, rescuing that guy's son, but Bo-Katan, knowing more of the history of the clan and the Death Watch and all of that in Mandalorian culture, goes for the bigger price to gain even more prestige so that it, it seems like they're setting her up to want to have a full redemption of leading Mandalore again, which is why she didn't tell Din about the Mythosaur, but she did tell the Armorer so that she could make sure she does it correct, which reminds me of another film, Biker Boys, and the interaction between Lawrence Fishburne and his son, that the son wanted to start a, a biker gang and Lawrence Fishburne says that he's not worthy of challenging him as the king of Cali, if memory serves. 
but Lawrence Fishburne says you come correct or don't come at all, something along those lines. So that's kind of what it feels like Mo Katan is doing. She's trying to come proper or come correct with her culture and the Mandalorian culture and make sure she does everything properly so everyone follows her and not Din. But it feels like once Din finds out about that information and the whole thing with the Darksaber and having to man, potentially having to do combat with her may come out on top, be defeat Bo-Katan to show that he's uh, worthy of, leading the, of wielding the Darksaber and then fight the Mythosaur to ultimately defeat it and something along those lines. So we'll see how all that goes, but for me it was a, a positive on a positive note because um, all of the training that they had in that camp reminded me of the training that we see from Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith Lords video game. So when we get to Duxin and we go to that Mandalorian camp, we see a similar kind of training, hand-to-hand -hand combat, gaining prestige in the fighter circle, um, helping people around the, the Mandalorians around the camp in order to gain prestige so that Mandalore will take you to Onderon. So all of it feels like the, all the purpose behind this um, episode was to set up that prestige um, hierarchy so that it's going to be a confrontation between who has more prestige, Din or Bo-Katan. So I look forward to seeing more about that sort of stuff, but definitely check out that part of the game. If you haven't um, played the game, then definitely play it. Um, if you haven't, then check out videos on YouTube. As a personal bit of reference, um, I do have gameplay videos up on the YouTube channel. Look for the Knights of the Old Republic 2 playlist, and you'll see um, about halfway through the various gameplays for, for Duxin, and that'll tell you everything you need to know about that. So with that being said, I also had a chance to watch Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 2 Episode 14. This was another... Um, story building episode where it looks like uh, Rex and Echo are going to try and recruit the Bad Batch to go to potentially the Death Star to get those plans, find out what the Empire is building, and maybe not even get to the Death Star, but at least uh, find out that that's what the Empire is building so that um, they can relay it over to the Rebellion and use that as um, found the foundation for that, or even have a uh, Rogue One tie-in to, ha to have the Bad Batch find Scarif, talk to um, Galen Erso and have him um, release the plans to Bodhi. So kind of have a time jump in there, but at, le at the very least um, set up something like that so that um, it gives a reason for why maybe the Bad Batch isn't mentioned later or uh, maybe they're killed in action because they're trying when they try to escape or something like that from the facility. But it just feels like they're setting that up as that kind of connection for the rebellion. Um, and I, and I don't know that there was maybe a second part to that, but it just or I guess the second part is really the rebellion that it sounds like they're starting to set up stuff like that for the rebellion with the moles in the empire. Um, Rex and Echo um, trying to build up these communities and that sort of stuff, but. I did want to go back for the Mandalorian that we did have the, or we did find out how Grogu was able to be rescued and escape from the Jedi Temple and the Jedi Purge, and we have a cameo by uh, Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Binks in The Phantom Menace, as a, a dual wheel lightsaber wielding Jedi, which I actually enjoyed this scene a lot more than the dual lightsaber scene we saw in Attack of the Clones because we actually see him having a useful combat against the stormtroopers that made it interesting to have 
um, dual-wielding lightsabers like we're able to do in games like Knights of the Old Republic. So what Anakin did was fine um, against Count Dooku, it kind of served his purpose, but without reading the novelization it kind of loses its impact, so you, it was kind of one of those things where you hope that we would have seen a longer battle, uh, more fighting, less of Anakin hitting the power cable to knock out the lights, and more fighting with Count Dooku. Granted, it was probably more of a thing of its time, but I'm glad that we were we're finally able to see it hashed out now against the backdrop of lights on Coruscant and a Jedi fighting a stormtrooper, deflecting blaster bolts with two lightsabers um, in proper action sort of stuff to the point where I do want to rewatch that. So with that being said, um, for this week's game review, I wanted to give a progress update on my gameplay of GoldenEye 007 from 1997. I've been playing it on the Xbox Game Pass for Android, and overall I want to say that the game uh, lives up to the hype of how good of a game it is. Um, the one thing that doesn't stand out is the graphics. It is definitely a thing of its time. But if you think of the Max Payne 1 graphics and tone it down, that's kind of what you get here. But what they did as a game for N64 is actually really, really good as far as story, gameplay mechanics, weapons to use, following the general overarching plot of the film. So much of what you see in the film is translated into the um, game where you can do things like visit the uh, nuclear silo with the spaceship, you drive a tank around town, um, the final level is on the actual satellite, like the fight that you have that Bond and Alex Trevelyan have. Um, you have a level on the train as well where you have to go down and rescue Natalia, so, and then even like the introductory sequence on the dam is there, so overall when you're playing the game, it's as if you're in the movie, but with really, really bad graphics. So if you've never played it like I did up until now, then I definitely recommend it. The one thing that's kind of bug bugging me is the difficulty setting. So the most of the game up until the train level is actually pretty straightforward, manageable. Not easy, but not difficult. But once you get to the train level and you have to use the laser to open up the... Um, door to escape that's kind of where the game flips and gets really really hard because by the time well, so when you get into the next level in the jungle that thing is a real pain at least it was for me to get through so I could get to three get to the point of you know defeating uh, Xenia on the top but then the cave sequence was real um, hassle those um, auto turrets were difficult and that wasn't even the least of the problem so once you finish that level the next level control is even harder because you have to protect Natalia from these ongoing onslaught of bad guys and henchmen to the point where I'm actually stuck in the game on that level so I'm actually that's why I kind of put a pause on the game thinking that I might just be tired and I need to give it, <coughs> give it a break where um, I might be pushing too hard to get through the level, but the level design is actually really good. I like that premise that you have to navigate this underground bunker to stop the GoldenEye satellite, turn it off, and you have to protect Natalia, but the execution is kind of unevenly balanced, <coughs> which is why I kind of don't like these later levels, is that they went from 0 to 60 in difficulty really, really quickly, so... I'm not sure how people did it right off the bat. It might be a control theme. It might have taken people a long time to do it. 
a lot of the gameplay videos don't necessarily do it justice because you have people who seem to have things like auto aim on or have maybe speed run on or something like that but for me as an amateur game player amateur video game player it is a hassle. <laughs> it is a hassle and I'm kind of stuck there so I'm gonna keep trying to try and get through it like jungle uh, where that did give me a bunch of trouble to defeat but I was finally able to get through it so I'm kind of hoping I'm able to do that here as well once I can find a good path to defeat all those henchmen. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So with that being said, I'm going to round out this particular episode with an Android launcher review. So if you're like me, um, you want a minimalist home screen where you don't have too much going on, you don't use too many widgets, you just want quick access to some of your apps. So there's a launcher in the Play Store for free called O Launcher that kind of just lists your top seven or eight apps. You can swipe for additional apps if you want, and that's it. But let's say you want a widgets page or you want you know weather and things like that as well. Then check out the newly released alpha version of the app called Pro Launcher, which adds those things I mentioned and is in current development as far as adding some extra features over what O Launcher provides. So if you don't use any of those things and just want to access your apps, then O Launcher is the way to go. But if you want a clean home screen and then a swipe page for all your widgets, then definitely check out Pro Launcher because it allows you to keep your home screen organized it's just two pages one for your app shortcuts one for your widgets and then you can swipe up to search for any apps that you don't have on your home screen so very very straightforward um, app 
Um, I think I reviewed Olantra a while back. It might be on the YouTube channel. I don't remember offhand. But the reason I recommend Olantra and Pro Launcher is that it allows you to get to the app to use quickly, so you're not looking at whole, you know sorting through a whole bunch of apps on your home screen across multiple pages and widgets and things like that. You have everything cleanly organized and. Um, easy to get to so definitely look up O Launcher and Pro Launcher in the Google Play Store. Um, unfortunately no iOS version um, because of how iOS does their thing but if you are on Android and want a clean home screen definitely check them out and um, see if it's something you like. I recommend them if you want to you know clean up your home screen and just have access to what you need. Um, I'll have links in the show note to both of those launchers so you can know you have the ones I want to talk about or you can quickly get to the ones I'm talking about but um, in general I am recommending that as a launcher over just your regular everyday launchers like whatever comes on your stock phone like with Samsung or Google or OnePlus and even recommending it over Nova Launcher because the launchers like Nova Launcher kind of mimic what other launchers do like the one with Samsung and OnePlus, but give you more options. This goes in the reverse direction and actually gives you fewer options to make your home screen stay as neat and organized as possible. So that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback on my reviews, want to provide your own feedback or suggestions for things to review, links to the social media networks that I'm on can be found on the website at headphonesneal.reviews with access to um, past episodes, subscription links, and all of that good stuff. Again, that's headphonesneal.reviews. But thanks for tuning into this particular episode, and until next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.